You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. chapter 7. Let's read together before we take our seats. And Elisha said, Hear the word of Jehovah. Thus say Jehovah, or that word Jehovah means the Lord. Tomorrow, about this time, 
shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. It's like saying that about this time tomorrow, will 2020 Camry be sold for 200,000? <laughs> it might not happen generally to the nation, but it can happen to you. Hallelujah. <laughs> you can buy things or it can be given to you. Whether it's given or you have bought it, it's yours. <laughs> Get ready for strange happenings this week. Even though that's not the direction I'm going to, so, but I'm just saying, I, I, I'm responding to the nudges of the spirits. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for your anointing. Our lives should be in such a way that people should be able to point out to things going on in your life that is beyond you. Otherwise, he said, Behold, I'm with you to the end of the age. If God is with me and all I do is what I do for myself, what of what point is God being with me? If he's truly with me, there must be some indications in the natural that people will see to acknowledge that an invisible person is with me. Hallelujah. You don't see the wind. We said the wind is blowing. Nobody sees the wind. You only see the effect of the wind. When the wind is blowing, you see papers flying, so you know that the wind is blowing. Not that you can see the wind physically, but there are, there, the, the, you see the ripple effect of the blowing of the wind. When God is in a person's life, you don't see God physically, but there are results that you see that testify to the fact that God is with this person. And it's showing in your life. Hallelujah. So Elijah gave this word, but there's something I want to see. It's not the prophecy we are so interested in this morning, but what happened afterward. Because I want to call our attention to something this morning. Then verse 2, the Lord whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God and said, Behold, <laughs> if the Lord will make windows in heaven, might this thing be Ah, he got himself into trouble. And he said, Behold, thou shalt see with thy eyes, but thou shalt not eat thereof. It is a dangerous thing to counter prophecy. Hallelujah. The guy should have just kept his mouth shut. But he said that if God will make windows in heaven, oh, he underrated God. Hallelujah. Anytime God gives you a promise, he has over 10 million ways of bringing it to pass. One of the mistakes a mortal man can make is to try, when you pray to God for something, to start thinking of how the answer will come. Your business is not how. God figures out how. Because he has too many methods. God refused to use the same method several in the Bible. Different methods. Hallelujah. One blind, he says, see, one is part on the clay. Because God has varieties of methods. 
So you must never bother yourself. How will this happen? It's none of your business. Hallelujah. So the guy said, God will make God. He doesn't need to make windows in heaven. <laughs> because God does not say things that are true. He says things and they become the truth. So, if you are here this morning and you are 5.9 feet tall, if Jesus appears to you and he says you are 6.2 feet tall, check your height again. He does not say things that are true. He says things and they become the truth. Because his words are created by nature. In the first place, everything you see now was created by him anyway, by his words. So when he speaks, those words are still created. Then verse 3. Hallelujah. Next verse. Now, this is where I'm going. And there were four leprous men at the entering of the gate. And they said one to another, why sit here till we die? Verse 4. If we say we enter the city, then the famine is in the city. When we say we shall die there, if we sit here, we die also. Now come therefore, let us go and fall into the hands of the Syrian. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. Verse 6. And they rose in the twilight and then they went. You know the rest of the story. Can I have your seats? I don't know whether there's one Christmas song that says, Hear the sound of heaven, hear the sound of heaven. You know that song? The sound of heaven or something. Hear the... This morning, I want to talk about the whisper of heaven. Heaven whispers. Most men don't hear. When you hear, it is called breakthrough. Hallelujah. The first thing to notice about this passage, these same four men were the same four men all this while. These thoughts never crossed their mind until a word of prophecy was given. Did you notice that? Elisha was in one part of the city and he said, about this time tomorrow a measure of which shall be sold for a shekel and two measures of body shall be shekel at the gate of Samaria. And the Bible said then there were four leprous men. The four lepers were there when the famine started. At the beginning of the famine, at the middle of the famine, at the high point of the famine, they were there. These thoughts never crossed their mind. I am saying this morning, there are things that you receive from God by the voice of the Holy Spirit. There is the voice. There is vision. There is the word of God. There is the preaching that tells you what to do. But there is also what you call silent, I call them whispers of heaven. When God does not exactly speak to you, but he directs your thoughts, an idea comes, a way of thinking. It might not necessarily be something new, but it certainly transforms the totality of your life. Can we say it this way? You are a thought away from becoming what you have never become, what you have never imagined yourself becoming. Just one thought away. And that thought is usually whispered. It's whispered by heaven. 
It's usually whispered. It's usually said silently. And only few can pick it. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me this morning? You know why I'm sharing this? When the service is over, many of you will start hearing. You better say amen very well. The greatest inventions in the world have come through idea. But where does ideas, where, where, do, where, where do they come, where do ideas come from? Where does an idea come from? Are you following me this morning? I am responding to the direction the Spirit will lead us. And I'm going to talk at second service about what is called meditation. I want to teach you an act that gets you from the natural to the spiritual. Remember, you are seated here. Your body is limited, but your spirit is unlimited. How can your spirit take a journey with the Holy Spirit to see things? Remember, I stopped on Sunday. If you remember, the guy took the arrow and the bow and he hit it three times and the prophet was angry. He said, you should have done it six times. He said, but you did it three times. You are going to have just victory three times. And I mentioned also the woman that borrowed vessels. The prophet said, don't borrow few. He did not say borrow 20 or 30 or 40. In other words, Unto him that is able to do according, uh, according uh, unto him that is able to do uh, according to the power of our imagination. I'm paraphrasing that. That's what the Bible says. So that is able to do abundantly above all we ask or imagine. What he is able to do is amplified or limited by the man that is dealing with. Are you are you getting what I'm saying? So it was a plan of God to give Israel a perpetual victory over the Syrian. But they only had victory three times because the king only struck the ground three times. It might be God's plan that by 2021 December, you should have been at, let's say, level 90, but your limited capacity of thinking can bring you back to, you might not pass level 19. There are people listening to me. It is sad. Except something happens, something drastic happens, except something unusual happens to them, it's very likely that they might not even go beyond the table of contents, even though the pages of their life has 20 chapters, but they will not pass introduction. That's why they have said that the grave is the richest place. It is true. It is sad. Many people will die without touching what the Creator has sent them to do in this world. Many people will die without touching the capacity, without doing anything. What they have achieved in life is not up to page one of 1,000 page book written in heaven for them. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. It is true that anytime you pass around Bera Ground, you are seeing songs that were never written. Films that were never produced. Ideas that never. Because what we just read this morning, it doesn't happen to too many people. Now we want to look at how can this happen to us on a regular basis. If the prophetic word was not given, this guy, the famine lasted, I don't know, maybe one year, maybe two years. This guy sat there from day one till the end. It never occurred to any one of them. I, ah. The Lord will blow on you this week. That wind will bring an idea. There are people watching me. Your wealth is right there on the street where you live. The whispers are coming every day, but you've never heard it. 
So you are going around with doing through many things. One of them just said, why sit here till we die? It just occurred to that come. Why are we here? And he said, well, we are here because there is famine in the city. We are lepers. The Syrians are on this side. So if we go to the city, we die of hunger. If we go to the Syrian, they will kill us. And one of them said, so what happens? What about if we sit here? Is it going to death also? He said, if we sit here and we don't eat for days, we will die. That one is sure. If we go to the city, they are hungry in the city. It is sure that there is no food. Uh, able-bodied men are not getting food. I'll, I'll, I'll not talk of people like us. We will die also. He said, but you see, this Syrian, there is 50-50 chance. We can get there. They might look at us and say, they are lepers. Let's not kill them. Let's have mercy on them. Because people always pity handicapped. So they said out of the three options, to stay here, to go to the city, or to go to the Syrian. One has 50-50 chance. Hi. It's already with me. <laughs> About three times in Joshua chapter 1, God told Joshua to be very courageous. Very courageous and very courageous. Courage enables you to see an opportunity in what does not look like an opportunity. So, as soon as that one spoke, the remaining three said that that's true. A thought will always come from somebody. When they got to the Torah of Babel and they were about to start, only one of them said that, why are we scattering? Let us. And they were about to make a name for themselves on earth. That means making a name comes from a thought. And that thought will come from somebody in my finally settle on a group of people. So, the interesting thing, they got up and they began to move. Following the 50-50% one, only to discover that the Syrians were not there. They got there and they found food. They found camels. They found meat. They found gold, silver, leopards. Lekros Anish. You are watching me this morning. Another title you can give to this message, which I will stop in a while. Of course, I'm not going to go deep into it. It's from zero to hero. How 24 hours ago, some guys were lepers. Who could not, who could barely feed? They had nothing. 24 hours ago. 24 hours after that, they did not only get food. Now they were big shots because they had gold and silver. The question is, is this still happening? Can I be moved from where I am now? And in 90 days, everything about my life is totally redefined. And I am telling you that, except the Bible did not say, only that the Bible says it, that with God, all things are possible. I took my time to read this story because I might rush second service and go my usual but I am pausing now because I want all of you to reflect over what I have said. Why? Every treasure, but the treasure of his plan, every plan of God, I see through many of you. The plans are hanging around you. There is something in you limiting what God plans for you and you don't even know. 
One of the reasons why there will be many tears in heaven, your sins will not be remembered in heaven. So it's not, there will not be tears in heaven because of sins we have committed. God will not bring that out because the blood takes care of that. Why there will be tears in heaven and many people will see what they could have become on that and they never. They will now answer and say, you just suffer for 80 years for nothing, 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 nothing. He said to Abraham that I will make your name great and make you a blessing to you are Abraham's seed. It is your destiny to be a blessing to many. Say amen. Are you getting what I'm saying? I will speak more about meditation second side because revelations will come to you this week. You are walking and suddenly you recognize this is not an ordinary thought. This is a whisper from above. Oh, in the name of Jesus Christ, your eyes, your ears of understanding will be open to hear the inaudible. Your eyes of understanding will be open to see the invisible. As we step into this new week, your eyes of understanding are open to see the invisible. No matter the format which the whisper comes, you will hear it. Did somebody just get what I've just said now? Songs we draw for some people from heaven. I'm going to tell you steps to take practically, second service. So if you are for first service, when you get home, just watch the second service. Because I want to tell you the steps. What, should I, what, what do I do exactly? to be sure that I don't miss this opportunity. Why is it that victory is always waiting on the other side, but there is always a space to cross? I want to show you another story. First, uh, uh, 1 Samuel 14. I will stop here. 1 Samuel 14. Now it came to pass Upon the day that Jonathan the son of Saul said to his young man that bear his armor, Come, let us go over to the Philistine garrison that is on the other side. But he told not his father. <laughs> and Saul so tarried the uttermost part under a tree. And so, next verse. Next verse. And between the passages by which Jonathan saw to go to the, over to the Philistine garrison, there was a sharp rock on one side and a sharp rock on the other side. Everybody say risk. And the name of one was Boses and the name of the other was Senna. We'll deal with the name later. Verse 6. And Jonathan said to the young man that bears armor, come, let us go over to the other side, to the side of the uncircumcised. It may be. Do you see that 50-50 stop there also? It may be that the Lord will work for us and there will, there's nothing restrained to the Lord to say by many or by few. Next verse. And the armor bearer said, do all that is in thy heart. When you speak out to idea, may you speak to this kind of person. Who will not tell you how everything will not work? Are you getting the picture of what is going on here? If you start from chapter 13, so the Philistines gather Ah, yes, Talama. I I don't know how to put this fully into words because 
All I see is that I just see quantum leap happening to all of you. The Philistines gathered on one side. Saul and his men on the other side. This same scenario was to repeat itself for David also. That means that these whispers, they don't come just once. They come repeatedly, but only few people. So, Saul and Jonathan and his son were on this side. The Philistines were on that side. There were two rocks in between them facing each other. Sharp rocks. Both next and Senate. They were there. And for days, Saul and his men sat down. The Philistines and their men sat down on the other side. To have victory in life, you have to cross. Now, that cross is felt by a whisper from above. Jonathan just woke up one morning. The same thing. Maybe it was sat down for one year, for one month, for three months. I don't know. But one day, that inspiration came. And the Bible said there is a spirit in man. That's what I want to talk about. Second, I bought the inspiration of God. Give it them. This thing can be trapped. The receiver that, that the antenna that you pull out that pulls down this information and this whisper and turns into a picture in your heart is your spirit, man. We talk about the second service. Are you following me? I don't get to what I'm saying. It's a very cold morning, right? I want to be sure that, say, are you getting what I'm saying? How many people are serious about life here? You are not joking about life. How many people want to see tremendous increase in every good area of your life between now and the end of the year? Unusual increase. Are you following me? So, this thing just highlighted on Jonathan one day also, and he told his armor bear, he said, you know what? Let's go to the other side and face these people. And he said, it might be I am operating by courage now. Maybe we we'll talk about this also when we get to meditation next service, maybe on Sunday. About when you are operating and fear is all around you. Because some of the steps you will take are beyond normal. If you stay in your comfort zone, you will never produce anything tremendous on earth. So these ideas will come and take you away from your comfort zone. Men and brethren, it's a risk. It can be uncomfortable. But you know what? The more you do it, the more you get used to it. After a while, you become a high flyer. Are you following me? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me just end this story. I feel like stopping it. I don't know. There are many things I, I want to say. But I'm being... There's this restriction that just stay with. Push the thought to them and leave it. The Holy Spirit will continue the work. And of course, we'll continue next week. I need to lay the foundation, but I just wanted to get what I'm saying. So, <laughs> Abs- uh, so uh, Ab- what's the name? Jonathan moved. If you read the rest of the story, he said to his armor bearer, you know, he said, you know what? We will let them see us as we are coming to them. Remember, two men facing an entire army, maybe about 300,000 people. He said, if they say, if they burn you, will come up here. He said, we'll climb and go and meet them. He said, it will be a sign that God has given them to us. If you read the rest of the story, they, they, they were climbing and the Philistines saw them. Somebody said, hey, hey, 
soldiers are coming out of Israel's camp. So how many are the two? <laughs> they say only two of you. If you if your your if your daddy's name is your name, come up. And Jonathan told the Amor Bear, I said, you know what? Let's go. Two of them. And when they climbed, about 50 men faced them within an acre of ground and they finished those ones. And there was pandemonium in the camp of the Philistines and they scattered. That was how Israel got the victory. Two men with a thought. Now, I want to say this to everybody. This is where I'm getting to. Most of the things that will happen in your life will not happen because of a vision, a spiritual vision, a trance. Most of them will happen because heaven will whisper something to your heart. And I am saying that a whisper from above is as strong as seeing a vision. Because majority of Christians will never see a vision till they die. If it's not along the line of your purpose, you will not. But don't underestimate. Are you getting what I'm saying? I am showing you from the Bible of amazing victories people achieve without a voice from God directly. But the idea came from God. Did you get that? Somebody's going to sit in the office this week and a thought will just blow through your mind. And that is what changes the that, that's what changes the trajectory of your life forever. What I am praying for everybody this morning is that you will not miss that moment. And that it will not just look like an ordinary thought to you that will just go. Did you get that now? When it comes to this, God is fair to both Christians and non-believers. So the greatest inventions we see in the world round, they came from somebody's thoughts. Have you ever thought of Uber? All of you use Uber now. Uber. It started with somebody who wanted to start a transport business or whatever and was not given capital to buy enough cars. And a thought came to that. Why do I need car anyway? Through technology, you can have all the cars without buying one. Believe me sincerely. The guy, CEO of Uber, I don't believe it was the first person that thought came to. There is this everybody in my heart that all these souls I'm looking at today. How many thoughts have come to you that would have changed humanity forever? But you just discarded because your heart is fixed on salary, this one, that one. You know, one of the uh, entries that we have now, I don't want to mention it because I'm, on, I'm live here. One of the entries went to when Mr. Beast and the first generation started. The man went there and he noticed that they were cooking corporate food and that local food are the sweetest. But corporate people will not not tie bankers and go and sit down in a buka. So he just solved the problem. People want that local taste, but they cannot sit down where there's firewood and the rest. So how about bringing a local food into a very beautiful setting where you have TV and everything? You know the entry I'm talking about. When he landed with the local food, he shut the door many trees before him. I, that's a practical example in Nigeria because I shared that because 
some of the things that will happen to many of us along that line. You will redefine how certain things are being done around you. And it will become a national stuff, an international stuff, and spread. If you believe it, say amen very well. Lift up your right hand on your seat and just ask God, open my eyes, open my ears. That's the prayer this week. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. You know, <laughs> somehow the Spirit has just made me to stay with what I'm sharing with you this morning. It's a soul. I, I just, and how you will know that a word has come from God is what will happen to you during the week. Many of you women will remember the, how long you used to go and sit down in salon. You only do that once in a while now. Why? Because there is something you just wear. You know, what you wear now was not around 15 years ago. Hope you know. Everything is changing. Somebody looks at something and there's a whisper in you that I'm about doing it this way. And for a long time, it changes everything. A whisper. A whisper. It is the only thing that can make about this time tomorrow. In 30 days' time, you are 100 times where you are right now. It can only happen by a whisper. You know already that regular job can't give you that. It can only happen by a whisper. And if a regular job will do that, even an appointment, it is possible a whisper can direct you to where you will meet somebody who will give you an appointment so that you've never dreamt of. Yes. I've told you of a friend of mine, a friend of mine. It's almost like close to the rank of MD now. He came in as a, a, a graduate trainee. He was watching match in his house. Arsenal was playing, was Arsenal fan. And he wanted to watch next Arsenal. The thought just came to him. Supposedly, don't watch it. Go to it. And he, he talked about a club. One of the best. He said, he just felt like, let me do something good. Let me just go to it. I don't drink. I don't buy. I can buy food and sit down. Let me just go to this place. It's very expensive. But I want to go there and watch the match today. Only for him to find their CEO there, a lady. I said, ah, you work... You, I know you now. He said, yes, ma. You interviewed me. Ah, he said, you are not He said, yes, ma. And that was it. When you get to the office of Monday, that was on Saturday, they said, get to the office of Monday, come and see me. This was someone he had tried for years in the same office to see and he couldn't see. And he went to see her. She became his mentor and she just started pulling him up, 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 up. You know, in life, some things you get by your ability. Some things men will pull you up. Now, that second one is better. I was told that in the military, appointments are better than ranks. You can be the aide de camp to the president when he was in the military, can become president now and just pull you out. And he can make you chief of defense and there's nothing anybody can do about it. It's an appointment. He can take you above 10,000 soldiers and put you there. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Trem headquarters, Bishop Michael Gonkwa, there was a shift on the stage. You know, Trem is built on water in Antony Village before the Sam. There was a shift, and he got up. It just felt like getting up to look at it. What happened? 
As soon as he got up and he moved, a pillar fell and crushed his seat. Whisper. He did not say the Holy Spirit told him. The same Bishop Mike, he was in the office listening to a message. At least I was aware of this one. He was there. In his office that time, there was a door, the old venue. A door here, then the door through the secretary. He was just doing something and just put his head on the seat and got up, took his face cap, put it on and opened the door and went out. And stood out for about 15 minutes, just staring at the road and came back in. Then noticed that the office was quiet. Then he went to the secretary's office only to see all of them lying down their faces on the floor. Assassins are coming. And they drag all of them that where is the bishop? That was when he went out without knowing. They didn't even let them talk. Put them, wait, wait, where's the office? And they came into the office. They did not see him on seat. One of them became scared that he didn't disappear or what? And they ran and they left. So when they left, the people didn't know they had left. They were still on the floor. They included the security office. They were all there on the floor. So he came out. Like, are you worshiping? <laughs> and they were like, Bishop, you are alive. You are alive. Oh, praise God. Did you see them? See who? He said, I didn't see anybody. So what happened? He said, I just went out. I got tired of what I was doing. I just felt like standing up. Whisper. Everyone just said, get up. Go out. You know what will happen to you? The Spirit of God will direct you. They whisper I'm talking about. We make some of you pick up a phone. In the night, I love to pray. I was praying one night like that, between 11 and 1. I was just praying. And I just felt like stopping to look at Facebook. I said, Facebook, why praying? And then I just, the only mess I just saw, and the guy just said, are you online? I said, yes. And he was like, you might not know much about me, blah, 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 blah. And the next thing he said, you know what? Can you send your account number? I feel like sending money to you. So I paused. I went to check his profile. So that, yeah, <laughs> God forbid that I, so I said, I need to know. So I checked the, open. then I saw that, oh, he, in the, he went to university in UK and he was the best student. I saw him with white professors. They were dressing him and all kinds of awards. I needed house rent then. I didn't know this. I didn't discuss Jack with him. He had never been to this church. Nothing. And he just said, you are online. As I'm looking at today, is what I feel like doing. And he transferred some good amount of money. Right there. Anything and then that was the only thing I saw on Facebook. And 15 minutes after that, I was on Facebook. I continued praying. Do you know there are people looking for someone to help? I tell you, I don't do this every now and then. At times, I sit down in my office, God blesses me in some ways, and I'll just be like, Okay, you know what? I'm gonna give, I don't give tithes, I give maybe 20 percent. I said, After giving 20 percent. I want to give somebody 10% of this money that just came in. Because I'm not expecting a lot. Somebody just gave me 1 million. Okay, I want to give 100,000 to somebody. At times, I would say to two people, 100. And I'll just be like, anybody who calls today to say they are in serious need, I will give this money to them. Do you know I've been through days like that when nobody called? And the days when you have just given to somebody, then somebody calls. But the Bible says the steps of a good man. They are ordered by God. Ideas are coming. It's a week of ideas. 
Oh, glory to God. Shall we rise? I just see that, that, is, that, that, that is what will happen. That is what this week is about. Whoever you are, you will hear. You will perceive. Let me say this to everybody. See, one of the reasons why obeying an instruction is possible, uh, is, 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 is necessary. It's a demonstration of our faith. I made an announcement last week. I said that if you, if, when the service is over now, you can go to the back. The construction from this side all the way to the back is already on. And in 10 days' time or thereabouts, we should be through. We are going to be very, very fast. Every day, people come to work here. So we are looking at first Sunday in March, March 7th, that the children should be there. Teenagers, we have about 100 sitters all there. Now those are the things we are constructing so they can have their own church. And um, of course, we are going to put ACs everywhere and do a lot of things. It's a lot. And then we are getting another gen. It's an expansion. When I spoke last week, I said, I'm, I know that when the service ended, someone went home and prayed. Many did not. When you hear an instruction, take advantage of it. Then ask God, what do I do? I said 30, 60, 100. Don't even just make a move without asking the Lord, which one do you want me to? When a conversation begins between you and the Lord, you are setting up yourself for something unusual. It is true. And that conversation helps to give a direction to what you are doing. About 9 p.m. yesterday, somebody, she goes to another church. She just sent me a message. That I follow each other every now and then. She said that last time Bishop Aloke came and he asked us to give. Say I gave 100K. He said I gave 60K. And I went into property business and he said that same week I made 1.2 million. He said now I am attempting one that will fetch me 40 million right now. He said, so send your account I want to give. He said, because I heard the announcement you made, but I was like, no, that's for church. He said, yes, give me church account, give me your own account. He's not a member of the church. Now, I'm just saying that. I picked something from the story shared about Bishop Aloka. God advances his people by setting up opportunities in the house. Most people treat the things going on with levity. I want to say this to everybody also. Why did Elisha demand for the food from the widow of Zelophehad before blessing her? If we were there that day, maybe also all of us, if I wasn't born again, I would have insulted Elijah. You said God told you to come and eat in the woman's house. The God, and you told the woman that if you give me the food, God will multiply it. I'll be like, why not your God who can multiply should give you food? Idiots. But see, that's the way of the Spirit. Because without faith, it is impossible. When they announce something, there's nothing we have tried to do in this church. You know by now that we've not done in, no, in, in record time. But see, there are those, I feel for some, they, they, they just remove themselves and say that I don't have anything. Stop saying that. Start looking at what you can do. A step of faith takes you away from your arena. It is true. By next week, I know that at least 70% of the church, when I make any announcement, 70% will always respond. We get everything done. But I'm just concerned about one or two people. You like to just, anytime they talk, even when you talk about giving, just quickly tell yourself that you don't have, how long will you use that language? 
When will you take a step of faith and make up your mind? It is true. It is the way that God has designed for us to come out of things. It is true. There are people can testify here. You know, I, I've seen this debate even on Facebook about title. I don't know what people are just, and what you are holding has never been sufficient for you. And you hold on to it. If I'm earning 90K every month, how will 90K harm me that I can go into arguments? But people hold it back. Because there is an enemy that trains, he helps people to think. No, 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 no. The ninety k can't pay your rent, can't do anything. And people hold on. When we're paying now 800,000 every month at big treats, and it was too much for us. Many of you remember. That particular month, we were left with 270,000 in the whole account. And we're a week away from paying. I just called, yeah, yeah, me see. We did not have charge because we we're using the, uh, the, the uh, end of washing. She was the one that was using our account. I said, how much do I say to say? I said, give everything. I mentioned the name of the church, everything. I said, Pastor, ah, I said, yes. 800 to 270. The gap is too wide. Just give everything. Let's see what God will do. So let's, not, let's know that we don't have anything. Some things are crazy. The woman came in when I was not around. She had the key. She opened our church and came. Chinese woman, Buddhist. Stood around, looked, said, this place is beautiful. She just come the Pastor, Pastor, come, come and see me. So I went to see her. Said, I went to your church. There was a supermarket downstairs. He said, the supermarket, they come 8 o'clock every day. They close 9 o'clock. They use 13 hours of my gen. I charge them 800,000. He said, your church, you come Sunday, 9 to 12. Where is they? 7 to 9. He said, so you only use about 6 hours in a week. Supermarket uses 13 hours a day. And you said, you are paying the same amount. So I was like, so he said, why don't you partner with me? He said, your church is very beautiful. When I have special guests and I want to do a seminar with them, I can bring them to your hall. I will only make it in the morning. So it will affect your service and it will just be once in a while. He said, if you accept, I will drop how much you pay. I went to pray and the Lord said, accept. She moved our money from 800 to 270,000. We spent two years in Big Tree. She never brought guests once. Our manager fought her about the ridiculous job she made, but she made it. And she's this stubborn and very strong. She said, I'm not going to change my mind. From 800 to 270. We are so much money that I went to buy our own generator. <laughs> because if you have been paying 800 before and they slash your money to 270, you will become rich suddenly. Abnormal stuff by just trusting God. He's so sweet to trust in Jesus. Do you know that many Christians are afraid? They're afraid. They're afraid. They're afraid. He will look at that 30k in there. Ah! Mm. <laughs> look at it again. There is a whisper. Son, respond. If you are in a church and projects happen cheaply, if you are truly a member, it should happen in your life like that also. And I have too many testimonies that people share here. I can call people out and they tell you amazing things. From the choir to the leaders to everywhere, everywhere. It is true. Hallelujah. Fear has torment. But this week, the voice of God, the whispers, it will come like a gentle voice. You might be driving, but in Jesus' name, you will recognize it. Why am I? I'm sensing properties. 
When the Lord shows me something on the stage, it has reflection in people's life. I think I, a word for somebody, when the service is over, go check what you want. Don't consider how much you have. Go to the Syrians on the other side. You are waiting to save more before you approach a, a, a contract or an housing agent. I am speaking to you by the word of the law. Call the agent closest to you. Go and check. You need a shop. You need a space. Why go and look? When you find the place that resonates with what you want, the anointing will take care of the rest. Because the favor of God is on you. The grace of God is on you. In the name of Jesus Christ. I see miracles in the area of accommodation. Jesus said, Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Every kind of mental stress, depression, mental illness, the power of God is taking it out right now. If you are watching me now, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Last Sunday of the month is next Sunday. It's going to be a miracle service. If you have friends, cousin, relative, anybody, I believe the anointing will move more in the area of mental illness, psychiatric problem, depression, emotional stuff, instability, and all those things. Please, make sure they are in church. Some of them are my lay hands on physically, maybe immediately after service, or if I'm led to call them out. But if I'm not led that way, I'll pray generally. I'm asking everybody. And if you happen to be here and it's already happening to you, you are stressed emotionally, you are in depression, that spirit will have to go. It's not normal for a child of God. It's not a psychological thing. It's not a psychiatric thing. It's just a state of mind that shouldn't be. The Holy Ghost heals you right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is someone blessed this morning? Glory to God. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.